after I got into the art academy, my classmate, they took six years、mm-hmm. at least formal training in order for them to get into the art academy. Wow. Okay. But me, I never had a formal training. Yeah. But the test was to draw myself, self-portrait. Okay. So I did. So I got in. Hey, Islanders, and welcome to episode 190 of the Kamano Voice. Today, I speak with a local artist and author. Welcome to the podcast, Jazz Shu. Hi, I'm Brandon Erickson, and you're listening to the Kamano Voice podcast, where I interview local business owners, comedians, singers, and more. I dive into their backstory to find out how they got where they are, what are some of the tips for you to do the same, and find out where they are going. Tune in every week as I interview more of the people you see every day. Hey, Islanders, and welcome to another episode of the Camino Voice, where we release a new episode every Tuesday. I、uh, hope you guys are having a good week. Before we jump into this episode, I do want to mention because this is the last week before the event, we have Camino Cider Fest coming up this、uh, this Saturday. So that's Labor Day weekend. It's going to be Saturday. We've got an eleven o'clock and two o'clock tasting slot. So we've got nine cideries coming、uh, to sample off their ciders.、Uh, you get six t- six tastings per ticket, and you get a commemorative. Uh, tasting glass, which we're really excited about as well. We're gonna have merch for sale. You're gonna be able to purchase any of the、uh, ciders that you taste there, or I think most of them at least.、Um, and there's there's big cideries, small cideries, some that you may have never heard of because they're a little bit smaller,、uh, and some of them this is their like early foray into events and stuff like that. So I'm really excited for this. I think you guys are gonna really enjoy it. I'm gonna have t- the link for the tickets in the show notes.、Uh, if you go to kamenociderfest.com. Uh, you can get tickets for the, either of those tasting windows, but yeah, ticket prices go up at the door, so be sure to sign up early. And、uh, yeah, really looking forward to that.、Um, all right. Besides that,、um, I'd love to welcome our guest today.、Um, today I'm talking to Jazz Shu.、Um, I am mispronouncing her last name because I don't want to <laughs> offend anybody,、um, and so it's slightly different. But it's an X U. Um, but, anyways,、um, she is a local artist here on the island, and、um, when you look at her stuff, and we'll have links to her Instagram、uh, below, and she she mentions in this she's working on updating all of these so they're more up to date.、Um, but she has an, an incredible style of art. It's very unique in the way that she does it,、uh, not just the way, but the style she paints in.、Um, she really has kind of taken、uh, her own style to painting. Uh, and it, it's really neat. It's something that you would you probably won't see many other places just because it's so unique. And she really doesn't、um, study techniques and stuff from other artists. I know, I you know, in, in that world, I think there's there's lots of different types of people that learn different ways.、Um, and for her, she's just self-taught. She's really focused in on seeing what she can do and learn on her own.、Um, and so it's it's created a very unique art style. Um, so be sure to check out her artwork,、um, and I actually found her because my wife saw her artwork on Instagram, and then through looking at her website, realized that she's on Camino, and said, "You need to interview this person." And so、uh, I'm really glad I did. It was a great interview.、Um, she's from mainland, or she's from China, but、uh, actually grew up on a really small island、um, that wasn't part of the mainland of China. And so we talk about that. This is very different and unique.、Um, 
you know, kind of idea uh, of growing up and kind of somewhat similar to, you know, Kameno in some ways. Uh, but on the flip side of that, didn't have cars and stuff. So walked everywhere, uh, which makes the whole idea of living on a small island very different. Um, and so we talk about that. We talk about her move to moving to mainland China and then eventually ending up here in America. Um, and then, um, yeah, we get into all those things and, uh, and more. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Jazz Shu. Hey, Islanders, and welcome to another episode of the Commando Voice. Today, I'm here with a local artist and author. Welcome to the podcast, Jazz Sheet. Hi. All right. So before we get started, tell us a little bit about Jazz. Yeah. Um, I was born on an island as well. Okay. I was in the mainland China. Yeah. But it's pretty island. It's real island. So the in shortest... Mainland? Yeah. Um, in China. Yeah. But it's the shortest distance to the mainland... It's like about 35 minutes ferry. Okay. That's the shortest distance. So it's real island. Okay. It's a military base, actually. Okay. Yeah. Is that on the uh, eastern side of China then? It's eastern. It's close to Shanghai, but it's, you know, in the Pacific Ocean. Okay. So it's a small island. Yeah. And uh, the majority of resident is military. It's a military okay. base. Got it. Yeah. So my father was an accountant there. Okay. So I was born there. Yeah. And uh, raised there until high school. Wow. So I went to elementary school, middle school there, but then we moved to the mainland after um, after middle school because okay. I need to go to you know high school. Yeah. Yeah. So we moved to the mainland and uh, never back then. Okay. Yeah, we never moved back again. But okay. I visited once after I came back to the States. Yeah? Yeah. It was beautiful island. So my childhood was like a crabbing, fishing, like a beach, all things the same as Camino Island. <laughs> <You know? laughs> very cool. Yeah. Does it feel very similar? Uh, it's, it's different. Yeah. Yeah, because the culture is different, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But it's pretty nature and beautiful. And the beach is so beautiful. And there are a lot of claims underneath the beach. Okay. And they are variety, so you can dig up after school, you know. Nice. <laughs> so, what, what type mm. of clams do they have? It's different to here. They have uh, all those beautiful artistic design out mm-hmm. of the shell. Oh, so nice. the shell looks like a piece of art. Yeah. Yes. And uh, they are different. They okay. are all very, a lot of them. Nice. And um, yeah, it's uh, um, the, the landscape, the scenario, and all the plants, flowers, those wild flowers, mm-hmm. and the trees. And uh, so my playground is the whole nature. Nice. Yeah. What um, was, uh, how, how big is this island? Is it like? I think it's bigger than Camino Island. Mm-hmm. About like uh, a triple size. Really? Okay, so it's yeah. still re- very small. Still very small, but compared to Camino Island, yeah. it's quite large. Right. Uh, and uh, there are a lot of, uh, um, I think the island is uh, empty inside because they, it's a military base. So okay. they're hiding a lot of uh, weapons, you know? Okay. All yeah. those things there, tank. So, yeah. So you, yeah. you basically just drive around the outside of the island then? Um, oh, we play. We don't drive, you know. Okay. Because you're not allowed uh, driving on the island. Only those military, the army, they, they have their own, like a truck. The okay. army, you know. Yeah. But all the other residents, no, we don't have any. Even bicycle, we don't have. 
Okay. So we, the only thing we do is walk. Okay. So from this side to that side, we walk. Ooh. We walk to school. We walk to the, you know, to play everywhere, and we walk. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I think if most people were thinking about Kameno, it feels like a small island. But if we had to walk everywhere, it would suddenly not feel so small. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So then what was it like growing up for you there? Were you guys, uh, did you guys do your own like farming and stuff like that? Uh, my father was an accountant. Mm-hmm. So he's the one that taking care of the, uh, make sure every resident, they got their, you know, in China, by back then you have to have a certain kind of like a ticket to buy the rice. Okay. So you have to have that. So yeah. my father is the one distribute all those things for the resident there. Okay. And uh, he manages all the money, you know, expense, uh, you know, income. He's an accountant. Yeah. Yeah. So how is that different? And, and maybe you don't have much experience in the mm. U.S. with accountants, but how does the uh, an accountant function in China versus here? Do you have an idea? Um, pretty much the same. I think most are just income and expense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, all those income, it's kind of like a little taxation from the residents. Right. But majority of the residents, besides military, and they are fishermen. Okay. So they fishing and they sail and uh, they have to turn in certain amount like a taxation. Things yeah. Kind of. It's, it's a government, you know. Yeah. Small government. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So okay. Very cool. And, and do they... In China, do they send, like, as far as taxes go, do they just, they tell you how much you owe, or do you have to um, figure They don't out? call the tax. They call, like, a, for example, in your family, you have two guys, like, making income. Mm-hmm. So, like, each one has to pay certain amount yeah. to, into the, this little, you know, yeah. government. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, and and did the do. island have its own like mini government then? Yeah. Okay. They have mini government. They're like a, the thing, like a um, a village or the county, just like here. They have county and a city. Yes. Yes. Okay. Same as here. Very cool. That's awesome. So then, as you were growing up on the island, mm-hmm. what were you? Was there something like as you were growing up? Was it something? Was art and things like that? Were those things that were interesting to you, or were you just kind of living? Not the island life, but like enjoying just kind of being a kid and, and running around the island. Um, when I was a little kid, I loved to draw. Okay. So everywhere that I go, because it's beautiful, all the nature is so beautiful. Trees, you know, those wider flowers, yeah. even the shale, you know, that on the surface of the shale, there are different type of uh, I, I call it it's a piece of art from the garden. Yeah. So I draw and I paint. I self-taught. Okay. Yeah. And I even make the colors. So I, I use different type of even the, those nature's things, like leaves, flowers. They have different type of colors, right? right? So I got colors from those all nature or ground. You know, I make my own color and I wow. draw. And um, later on, after I grow a little bit older, I raise some little chicken chicks okay. yeah. for drawing. So <laughs> I draw those little animals. And also when I watching TV show, there's a certain old time, like Asian Chinese beauties. Mm-hmm. And it's the, it's the one that like, I'm making right now. Yeah. I'm doing some like Chinese uh, culture. 
down then and stitching then and those old southern years ago those beautiful beauties yeah so I draw that too but I watch TV and I, then I draw from there yeah, yeah that's how I do <laughs> That's very cool. So, like, from the very beginning, you were playing around with drawing and painting mm. and then just using what you had around you to, to create all the different pieces yes. to it. That's yes. really cool. Sure. So then you said you lived on the island until you got to about high school, and then you guys moved to the mainland? Yes, we okay. moved to the mainland. How so, was that transition for you? Because you, mm. I'm assuming the, the island kind of had its its own culture and kind of feel to it. Mm -hmm. Moving to the mainland was probably very different. Yes, it's very different. So I learned how to ride a bike. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then, because I have to ride a bike to the school, mm -hmm. and uh, the traffic was cloudy. They are a lot of, it's a city, you know? Yeah. So what, it's what city, city life. It's Ningbo, you know, Zhejiang province. It's okay. close to Shanghai, but it's still by the harbor. So okay. it's kind of like a harbor. It's a beautiful harbor. Yeah. You know? Um, so I, lo I learned how to ride a bike, <laughs> and, uh, uh, but I still, uh, you know, uh, live in the high school. They have a dormitory. Okay. So I stay with the classmates. Yeah. So come back to home once a week. Yeah. And my parents own a business in the mainland, in that city. Was he still doing accounting then? Not anymore, but, oh, um, in the beginning, yes, but later, because my mom doing some her own business, so my father has to help. You know? Okay. So he quit. Okay. So they are doing their own business. They are um, making something to sell to those fishermen. Oh, yeah. Because it's a harbor, so there are still a lot of uh, fishermen like uh, there. Lots of people coming through. Yeah, yeah. So Very cool. Yeah. So how was that? For you transitioning into a high school, because I know over here, if, if, you know, we have kids that move here or mm -hmm. move away in high school is that really hard time in life. How was that for you moving into a whole new area and then suddenly having to enter into high school? Um, I was pretty good at grades, you know, I play a lot, but my um, grade was still good. Yeah. So... In order for you to get into the high school, you need to take a certain entrance exam, like a test. Yeah. So if you failed, you cannot get into the high school. Okay. You, ha you have other choice yes. or you just no more school. Right. Yeah. But um, I, I got accepted by this very good school, high school there. Okay. So, yeah. Nice. And once you get into high school, are they already trying to figure out what your next education is? And don't you have to kind of choose what way you, you plan on going? Yes, yes. So um, the first year, everybody the same. Mm -hmm. The second year, you have to choose where you wanted to focus. Okay. So there's two types of uh, um, majors. Okay. One is more on mathematics, like physics, yep. logical. Okay. And another one is more creativity, like a literature, those. So there are two types of things. You're either focusing on your um, right brain or yep. left brain. Yes. Yeah. So um, in the beginning, I choosing, I was very good at math. Okay. So I choose like more logic. Yeah. And later there's one time I met a um, teacher, professor and a student from uh, art academy. Mm -hmm. it, it, it was very famous art academy from China in the same um, province, Hangzhou, like okay. Zhejiang 
art academy. It was really famous during that time. Yeah. So I told them that I like to drawing. I basically I just self taught. I never had a formal training before that.、Mm-hmm. And I told them that I love to draw. You know. And they gave me a piece of big, huge paper that I never used before. Yeah. And they gave me they gave me some chalker, <clears throat> which I never used before. And then they gave me a sculpture of the skeleton. Okay. Your brain, you know, skeleton. Yeah. And they said a draw, so I did. And they said, "Oh, you're born for the art." <laughs> That's how I then I switch my major to. Art, you know. Wow. So I switch from the math to the more right brain, right? Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Is it? That's. I'm assuming that's fairly rare, though, right? Because once you kind of start going down one track, they kind of want you to follow in that track, right? Yeah. But I was kind of pretty more like、um, focusing on myself. Yeah. So I don't care, like you know. Yeah. I wasn't. That following the Lua student. Okay. Yeah. Even though my grade was good, but <laughs> I don't like the Lua to control me, you know. Right. And so, I said, "Well, I need to do art. That's、yeah. my passion." Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So, what was that like then for you? Because you're finally getting to use some of these tools that most artists start with,、mm-hmm. and you're getting to use them for the first time. How was that for you? Uh, yeah. It was.、Uh, it was so interesting. You know. So all my, after I got into the art academy, my classmate, they took six years、mm-hmm. at least formal training in order for them to get into the art academy. Wow. Okay. But me, I never had a formal training. Yeah. But the test was to draw myself self portrait. Okay. So I did. So I got in, and then later, the teacher in the Academy, because we have to switch to be model. We have to paint ourselves, you know.、Yeah. So we switch to intern.、Mm-hmm. So this time I'm becoming model. Next time my class may becoming model. We、yeah. have to draw kind of each other, rotate, yeah. And my teacher, he said the only portrait that he likes is mine, because somehow he saw that my portrait has. Kind of like a connection,、mm-hmm. like a spiritual connection、yeah. or heart connected to him, so touch his his heart. So if I, cause I, I, I was so you know.、Um, sometimes I don't like the lure, you know. I don't. I'm not the one that following the lure. So、yeah. sometimes I just escape the class. <laughs> so I went to having fun, <laughs> and he started looking for me everywhere because he doesn't. He he always told me you you do not give up on art. You、yes. have to keep it.、Yeah. One day you're becoming big. That's what he said. You know. So well, but me at that time, after I graduated from high school, get into the art academy.、Mm-hmm. After several months, I feel that I want to go to USA. Yeah. Yeah. So the, it's my, it's kind of like my dream to go out of country to see what is really going on, you know,、yeah. out of the country. So I want, I was thinking to pers- continue pursuing art after that. Yeah. But unfortunately, that there's no program because I joined the、um, exchange program. Okay. So they only have major in business or other stuff, 
So okay. there's no art. Yeah. And I was thinking that that's fine. As long as I came to the States, I can, you know, just finish that major. I can continue my art. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So that's how I give up temporary. Yeah. Give up art and focusing on the other major, like a business. Yes. And then come to the American. Nice. Yeah. And... Um, so I've, I've spoken with a gal, her name was Bernice, and she also grew up in China. Mm. And she was saying that as you exit high school, you can choose, you know, different universities to try and apply to. Mm-hmm. But it's not like in the U.S. where if you apply and you fail here, you just go and apply to another one. She's saying you have to choose. And if you don't get in, you just don't get in. No. Yes. And She's so, right. You have to take test first. Yeah. And so when you were looking to come to the U.S., mm-hmm. How was that? Because you probably had some other options available to you. Um, well, first, uh, I was accepted by Art Academy first. Yep. So yep. I was there like several months. Okay. And then I realized I need to come to the USA, right? So I need to take a certain test, like TOEFL. Am I yep. pronounced right? Yeah. Which one? TOEFL. T-O-F-E-L. TOEFL. Oh, okay. That's a certain exam. Yes. To okay. test your English Never. In order for you to come to the States, you have to good in English, you know. You know how to write, you know how to talk. So I took that examination test. I got um, passed. And then I have to take certain other class because I spent two years in Beijing to continue to take those credits. Yeah. Because as exchange students... Um, I was allowed to take uh, units in Beijing University. Okay. Um, before I came to the States mm-hmm. to save the money, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to use English. Okay. So I took uh, a lot of like uh, those general credits, uh, like almost two years general credits. Yeah. And then came to the States. I meet all the requirements. So yeah. you have to have at least the 85 score above yeah. on each subject. Yeah. As long as you look, meet all the requirements and the financial requirements, yeah. then you're, you're able to yeah, apply and okay. accept. So and prior to going to Beijing, did you, have, did you speak any English? Um, I started learning English when I was in middle school, when okay. I was still on the island. Yeah. Yeah, we have English teacher. Okay. Yeah. So, um, not talk, not speak. Yeah. But uh, I think writing, uh, yeah, it's fine. Nice. Because you have to take tests every semester, you know. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So then, what was it like when you guys, you know, when you get accepted and you get mm. to come over here, what was that like for you? And what was it like actually landing here in America? What was it? And yeah, I landed to California. Okay. So the first side, I said, wow, that's America. It's <laughs> so, you know, California. You know, you understand what I'm talking? No trees. Oh, it's so desert. Yeah. Especially when you look above from the airplane, I look down. Oh, my gosh. There's <laughs> no high beauty. <laughs> what it looks like, you know? Yeah. Because uh, back then, in my hometown, because my hometown is... Compared to other areas, is quite rich. Okay. Mean, comparing, you know, everyone has a good life there. Yeah. And they have a, the city life is rich too. Yeah. So, so the first time I came to the 
America, so the California, when I was in the airplane, I was kind of disappointed. Oh, well, this is America. <laughs> <laughs> so then um, there's a couple from the local church, from the church. They, um, you know, take us, pick up from the airport. Yeah. So we had a host family and uh, everyone was so nice. Even though they're strangers, they're just, they just treated us like a you know family. Yeah. So I was so touched. I was. Oh, very like, cool. Oh, yeah. It was nice. It's a very, very good sight. And then when I was in school, you know, even the dormitory close to school, then oh, it was nice. So I think I belong here. Yeah. How old were you when you came here? It's around twenty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, nice. Um, so then did you start going to a college then or, or a yeah. university? Yeah, continue my education. Yep. Mm, so I got a, I had a certain credits be, before I came to yeah. the States already. So I continue finishing all my degrees. So mm-hmm. I have a degree in business, you okay. know, also accountant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but um, after, and then my husband, the one that I met in Beijing, but he went to New Jersey for the, um, you know, he wasn't my boyfriend. We, we, are, we are not even friends, right? Okay. So after three years in the States, mm-hmm. so he contacted me, emailed me, so then we start to talk. Yeah. Yeah. And then we just realized we are, because I got a baptist after three months mm-hmm. to the States. Okay. Yeah. So we were about the same, in the same church, even different locality, you know. Okay. Yeah, so after four months, we got married in Toronto. Okay. And then after five years in Toronto, then I come back to the States. And then my journey as an artist starts. Yeah. Yeah. So what kind of prompted you to get back into art? Because over that time, that's that's a decent amount uh, of time. I never stopped do the drawing and the painting. Okay. Even when I was pursuing my degrees or other careers, I mm-hmm. never stopped doing that. Yeah. I remember when I was in Toronto, I worked for the city Mastercards. So one of my co-workers, because we have a lot of uh, um, lunch time, like about an hour. Yeah. So we visited Gary and, and I do the portrait for her. Yeah. And uh, she's from Colorado, you know. She always said, why are you still here? You should go for art. Yeah. So I think, yeah, probably I should just quit doing my art. Yeah. So I quit that job and I'm moving back to California. Yeah. And then starts doing my art. Yeah. And I joined the Amer- um, Oil Painters of America. Okay. And yep. I found the master painter there. And his name is Huan Hai Liu. It's okay. quite famous there during that time. Yeah. And he had a very great skills. So I emailed him and I said and I and then I called him that is there any possible that I continue loan from him? So in the beginning after he know my background, he said how is that possible, you know? I've been quiet for so long. Yeah. Um, but I sent him my artwork and he said, Oh well, come. So I went to his house like every week okay. for two months. Wow. And then I told him I'm done. I can do it my own now. Yeah. yeah. So wow. That's how I do. Very cool. And um, I think after 13 years, I'm moving to um, Seattle area. Mm-hmm. 
So I joined the COCA. So every year I had an exhibition there, the okay. COCA. Contemporary art, a center on com- contemporary art in Seattle. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so I had an exhibition there, and you know, sometimes I joined the artist, what is called the, um, they also the shows, and uh, yeah, I got accepted several times there. Okay. Nice. And so, other galleries. Yeah. yeah. What uh, what kind of led you up to Seattle? You said you were doing the art shows, and did you just enjoy the the beauty and stuff of the Northwest, or what kind of drew you to Seattle? You mean Northwest? Yeah. You, what? Or, or up up north, because you said you were living in California. Oh, yeah, I was in California because the time. Yeah, I went to the. I went to the college university in Southern California, right? Yes, yeah. Every day is sunshine. It's quite yeah. different. I uh-huh. think it's so boring. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I, um, because of my husband's work job, yeah. so we moved to Northern California. So yeah. we were there for seven years. But actually, the first year I moved there, I already told him, one day I'm going to move out. You okay. know? But Northern California is beautiful, too. And it's nicer. It's a little better than Southern California. <laughs> you know, my personal experience. Uh-huh. But still too much sunshine for me. Yeah. I like greens. Yeah. I like uh, the mist. Yeah. You know, that's making me to feel like I'm in my own hometown. You know, yeah. my own hometown, it's, it's quite similar to Seattle area. Okay. Yeah, all the greens, the mist, you know, the lakes, the mountains. Yeah, that's what I like. Yeah. So the beauty great. here. The time I moved here, it's, I think it's February. It's quite uh, um, barrier. All the trees, they, they, they have no certain trees. They don't have any leaves anymore. Yep. But I still feel so beautiful. And I feel like I'm home. Yeah. Yeah. That's so really cool. That's my favorite place here. Yeah. Yeah. So then um, as you've continued to kind of develop your art, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've talked about you kind of created your own style because you didn't have access to other art forms or things like that. And then as you've been trained um, by the, the paint master painter, how, is, how has your art kind of evolved over time? Mm, okay, so in the beginning, remember, so I was very good at poetry, yeah. even when I was in art academy. Yeah. So I was focusing on the poetry, even that uh, master... He told us we, we hide the model, you know, we, we, even, we also painted the portrait, the figures. And then one day I think that I should try something else. So there's one morning I wake up, I look at myself, I just suddenly have an idea or just simplize the portrait, just mm-hmm. one eye. Okay. So I paint a serial, just one eye. Okay. The portrait. And uh, I got accepted twice by the COCA, yeah. and they love my artwork. And uh, there's a gallery in California. They asked me to produce like a 15 or 20 because they think uh, those type of art will be like, a, you know, popular one yeah. day. But after I finish like about four I don't have any more feeling to make more, you know. Yeah. So... For me, my art is my 
heart, emotional express.、Mm-hmm. I don't care that、uh, you know you how much you can say or not. You know, so Gary asking for fifteen or twenty, but after four pieces, I don't feel I wanted to pay anymore. So I just stopped. Okay. So I never like really make fifteen or twenty on that certain.、Um, What is called a styles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was thinking, probably I should try other styles because I always, you know, to make something different. Yeah. Then I start to try the Eastern combine Eastern Western and old and traditional and contemporary. I、yeah. wanted to combine all those things together, so I make certain pieces. It's quite a, like a combination, combine all those cultures or styles. Yeah, yeah. To make my own unique style. Yeah. Well, and and for those who don't know, or, or you know, obviously we're talking about art on a podcast, but、um, I'll have a link to to Jazz's website in the show notes,、um, and be sure to go and check those out because they are. That was something that actually the reason we're even having the podcast is my my wife was on Instagram and looking、mm-hmm. at your artwork, and she said this is different than I've ever really seen,、mm-hmm. um, and then she's like, oh, she lives on Camino, you should have her on the podcast. So. Um, it's definitely a very unique style, and it's something that yeah you don't see every day. Thank you. Yeah, it's very yeah. cool. So then you've also mentioned、um, that you、um, you've passed on art, where kind of your love of art, also、mm-hmm. onto your second, the second generation, the next generation.、Mm-hmm. And you said your daughters are also artists as well. She's a singer. Okay. Oh, one hour. Okay, sorry. Yeah, she's the 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 reason that I mention is she's so such a talent. I don't know how to say. You know, my second daughter um doing drawing more. Yeah. But my first one that my the older daughter, she got a such beautiful, powerful voice. So every time she sing, she、yeah. never got a, a teacher. You know. I don't hide because she doesn't want to teach teach her how to sing. She wanted to figure out her. So she has her own、uh, way to sing, but her voice is extremely powerful. So a lot of my friends, every time once her open her mouth, start to sing, they crying. Yeah, it touches people's heart. That's、mm. what is unique. Yeah. So I wanted to mention she, and then right now she's、uh, created her own song. Okay. So. A lot of my friends suggest that she should go to American Idol, and she think that the only way that she wanted to do to create her own song, she's going to post on the song. What is SoundCloud? Yeah, yeah. And she's waiting for like, those producers or all the、um, what is it, the call label? Yeah. To find her. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. And so、um, I'll, I'll get a link to that from you, so that we can link that in the show notes, so people can also hear that. Because、mm-hmm. um, that would be really cool. I think that would be really neat to be able to hear that and share that with people. Yes.、So. Yes. Sure. Very cool. So then,、um, you moved up here to Seattle, or moved up to Seattle area. What drew you to Camino Island? I was told that a lot of artists live on the Camino Island. Yeah. So I got a chance like two years ago. I visited those open studio. Yeah. Yeah. It was quite interesting. And then there's one time my one of my friend, he came to visit his friend. He said, "Would you like to come over to take a look at what this Camino Island looks like?" You、yeah. know, and I said, "Oh yeah, sure, I should go to check." 
Yeah, I feel I love the. I just realized I was born on an island. Yeah. You know, finally, I came back <laughs> to the island. <laughs> so it's kind of, kind of a little bit inside of me. It's kind of related. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so have your parents been able to come and visit you over here? Yeah, they were. They live in Vancouver. Oh, okay. Yeah. So pretty close. Yeah. So every year they come to visit me. To help on my gardens. Uh huh. Yeah, I have a, a beautiful rose gardens. Okay. It's part of my art too. Yeah. Yeah. So my whole life is full of art. Yeah. Yeah. So then, as far as your your art pieces and stuff, do you sell those to local galleries, or how do you how have you kind of continued to do that? Um, part of those to the gallery, mm-hmm. and some of them like a commission. Yeah. They ask me to paint their. Um, Daughters or family members, and they pay me to paint. Yeah. yeah, and do you do it in that kind of your your style of how you the, mixing the old and the new traditions? For the commission portrait, mm-hmm. I do more realistic. I okay. think uh, like uh, most people, they want to look like yeah. them. Yeah, you know? they don't want it to look like other people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so and then, then when you're, you know, when you're just kind of painting and stuff. Do you just kind of, you mentioned that you kind of just paint with your heart and, mm. and whatever you're feeling. So do you just kind of follow that when you're, when you sit down to paint, that's how you just kind of decide how you're going to paint? And yes, yes. I'm quite a more, I'm quite a emotional. So when I start doing art, I have to have the feeling first. Yeah. Then I do it. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm just sitting there doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. I want my art to have a, like a living life. Yeah. So every pieces that I created, like I, I wanted to make sure my heart. That's the time when I doing it. My heart is connecting to it. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. Nice. Cool. And then, are you currently in any place locally or, or shows around the area? Uh, not right now, cause uh, I don't have enough art pieces work right now. Okay. And. Um, I spent almost one and a half years to fixing my house. <laughs> yeah, the one that uh, hit by tree, cut half oh, by the word. tree. Yeah, but I think uh, I'm going to do more right now because I have more free time right yeah. now. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. All right, and then um, uh, do you work with other mediums as far as um, different, you know, canvas or all those different things? Yes, I do a Chinese type um, Chinese uh, paintings. Okay, like uh, that type of style. How is I that do. different? Well, for the Chinese painting, you have to finish it like uh, right away. Okay, because uh, it's dry fast, and also it's harder to. If you make mistake, it's hard to you know correct. Yeah. But for the oil, it's as long as it's dry, you can correct any mistakes anyway. Yeah. But for the Chinese art, and I also do uh, coffee and wine, red wine. Oh, okay. So I use coffee to 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 paint. Okay. Coffee and ink. Yeah. And uh, wine, red wine and ink. Do you, you mix them or do you do them separate, like, on the paper? Um, I spread the wine or coffee on the canvas first. Yeah. And then I use ink to sketching. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I have some YouTube video. Okay. Awesome. We'll definitely have that linked in there then. Uh, um, YouTube. 
yeah, YouTube video about okay. how I create the art, use coffee and red wine. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I was. I always want to try different type of things. You yeah. know. Yeah. When um, when you're creating an art piece and you're kind of in that creative process. Is there something specific when you're doing each piece that you're trying to invoke like a feeling or an emotion from the person that's going to see it? Or is it all just what you're feeling and you're pouring that out? I think uh, um, I'm more focusing on myself. Yeah. Because I think a, a piece of art, if it can touch me, it touch some people. Yeah. Maybe not all of them, but mm-hmm. some they are similar, you know? Yeah. The vibration is the same as mine, you know? Yeah. So it's my art. Right. Touch myself is first. Yeah. And then I will think, I will never think that people like it or don't like it, but I like it. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's, that's really good advice for artists. I think when people are looking at creating something, um, whether it's through painting or songs or whatever, I think where they get people can get lost is if they're trying to create something and say, well, what does the market want? What does, you know, what's going to sell well? What, what do people want? And I think that piece just makes it, no matter what happens to that art piece, you win because you've done what you wanted to do. You were able to put yourself in there and you enjoy it and you like it at the end of the day. And you know, not everyone's going to enjoy it, and that's their decision. Yes. But you, if you are, if you completed what you wanted to complete in that, then you win. Yes, you are right. That's very exactly. cool. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. So then, kind of looking ahead, what are your aspirations and what are your goals for your artwork? Now that your house is at least somewhat complete, mm-hmm, yes. <laughs> what do you kind of see as the future for you? Um. So last, I think it's last month, I watched a movie. And uh, there's certain kids, their eyes, it touched my heart. It's so much touched me. Because they had a really, you know, they have nothing. Mm-hmm. But they are eager for having better life. And the, the, the lights in their eye, it touched me. So I, last month, I just realized that's the beginning, the original that how I do the poetry, you know? So I want to do the more, those portraits, you yeah. know? And a more humanity yeah. related. Mm-hmm. Or maybe sometimes story related, yeah. painting. Yeah, that's what I really wanted to do right now. Nice. To paint something more humanity, more story related. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Well, I'm excited to see that, that come through. And then you also have an Instagram that people can follow. Yes, um, but I don't use the social media quite much. Probably, okay. probably I should do more. Okay. Even my website, I haven't been upgraded since the house repairing thing yeah. for two years. Okay. So maybe it doesn't have my current artwork. Yeah. But well, I will post on it right. Okay. Quite soon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So be sure to follow her on the socials. Um, again, we'll link all of those things in the show notes so people mm. can just click through to those. Um, well, very cool. I'm really excited to see the new art that you're going to be working on um, and uh, fascinating, all the different steps and pieces that you had to get to, to get to where you are today. Um, I like to end every podcast with some rapid fire questions. 
So the first one is, what purchase of $100 or less have you enjoyed the most in the last three months? Flowers. Flowers. That's, a, that's always a, an evergreen uh, choice. Very mm. cool. Um, who is the most influential person outside your family in your life? My mother. Mm. Yeah. Nice. My mother, um, it's not like a other mother in my generation back that. Back then in China, she's quite different to other parents. Okay. She gave me a lot of freedom, support me whatever decision I made. Yeah. And she always said the bottom line is healthy and happy. That's what you really want. And other stuff, if you have it, it's a bonus. If don't, it's fine as long as you're healthy and happy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she's very sacrificed herself to supporting us. Yeah. Yeah. So she's... Yeah, that's very cool. And, I, you know, that it takes away from that stereotype of like um, whether it's, you know, Chinese mom or Asian moms in general. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very cool that, that she yeah. was there. Yeah. She's uh, really working hard on her own side. Yeah. But she she's not like say you have to do that. You have to do that. But she she doing her own as a low model. You know, she don't don't like push us to do. Yeah. What a the thing that we don't like to do. Right. She just support the thing that we wanted to do. Yeah. yeah, that's great. All right, this is a fill-in-the-blank question. Mm. I know this is weird, but I've always wanted to blank. So, yeah, is there, uh, is there something that you've always wanted to do? Uh, something, yeah, art and traveling. Okay. And then writing down the experience I travel yeah yeah that's what I really wanted to do maybe nice. in the near future I will be like along everywhere yeah. <laughs> along the earth <laughs> yeah. nice. um, who's an interesting or fascinating person that I should interview next well I don't know much people on the island but yeah. my daughter I think she's the one that I really wanted to yeah she's so unique you know what What she told me one day? She said, when I sing the song, me and the song has to be one. Yeah. She's more like a, more focusing on like inside, deep inside. Yeah. She wanted to create some song that deep yeah. inside from her. Yeah. So it's so amazing. That's yeah. awesome. And it, it's very much following in the vein of what, how you do your art. It's like she's taken that into a song form now. Yes. But that same idea of she's singing it for her yes and if people like it they do and if they don't they don't yes yes Very cool. exactly yes that's awesome and it it's also really neat to be able to see that in today's world any sort of um person that's especially gals who are able to to not care about what the world thinks mm-hmm. but to be able to have their own self-confidence in that that's very yes. cool yes awesome all right and lastly what piece of advice would you give your 20 year old self I think I just follow your heart. Mm-hmm. That's what I always do, follow my heart. Mm-hmm. Even when I was a little younger ch- uh, child, as a teenage, you know, as a child, as a teenage, even when I was in my teens, I always follow my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank so. you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And Islanders, I will talk to you on the next one. Well, a big thank you to Jazz for joining us on the podcast today, and thank you for listening. 
Um, I will note, we mentioned that I would link to her daughter singing um, in the show notes. And uh, the videos that she currently has of her daughter are actually just hers that she uh, has on her photo. So I was not able to link to those. Um, but her daughter is performing in more and more things. So as that happens, um, I hope you guys be sure to check her out. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. Don't forget to check out the Kamano Cider Fest tickets. Um, we'd love to see you guys there. It's our first annual Kamano Cider Fest, so it uh, should be a good time. And uh, without, with all that, anything else we mentioned in this episode will be in the show notes below. Uh, or you can go to our website, kamanocommons.com slash podcast. And with all that, thanks for listening and see you next time. Yeah.